Welcome to the Connie G Show, everybody. My name is Conrad, and how are you, buddy? Today is Thursday, November 10th, 2022, the year of our Lord, and um, thank you for being here. Thank you. If you're on, if you're watching me on YouTube, thank you. You're watching me on Con Radio. If you're just listening to this garbage, um, you're listening either on the Connie G Show or the Con Radio uh, feeds. And if you wanted to, you know, support the show, you would go to patreon.com backslash conradio. You'll know it's mine because there's a picture of a wooden chair as my profile picture. And that's to represent Clint Eastwood's speech um, when he brought out a chair. And then there's also a Mitsubishi 3000 GT as my banner photo. And that's pretty cool. I just did that because that's cool. So if you want to support the show in any way, Plus, there's like a bunch of episodes on there, so you could go listen to them. That'd be great. And just pay me for it, like five bucks. So, or you can go to um, thewaterhead.com and click the Diamond CBD link and buy drug. And then when you buy drug and you do drug, I make money. I'm a drug dealer. So, that'd be great. So, it's almost Veterans Day. Um, If you are a veteran, thank you for being one. If you're a veteran of a different country's military, thank you for doing that too. You know, thanks for fighting me and then going back or staying or however that worked. Uh, but happy Veterans Day, whether it's foreign or domestic. Either way, it took courage. So thank you guys. And uh, if you hear some weird noise throughout the show, it's we got inclement weather happening right now. Uh, a cold front has moved in from the south. And it's mixed with, I don't know, whatever. I, you can blame it on whatever you want. Blame it on weather, weather patterns. Blame it on global warming. Blame it on, I don't know, Greta Thornburg. Blame it on this midterm election, if you want to do that. You know, people are talking about that. I don't understand. I, I wanted to vote, but I didn't. And I'm sorry about that. Um, but I, I'm going to be honest with you, I didn't even know the candidates that we have here in Oklahoma. So I knew that Joe was running for judge, and I knew that that's about it, because every block there's a Joe for judge sign. I knew that, and I hope he won, because uh, they spent a lot of money on signage. Other than that, I knew the ones that everybody talks about, and I don't understand why people are confused. You know, how can, how did that Fetterman guy beat uh, Dr. Oz? I thought, doctor, I thought there was going to be a big red wave. And I just want to be like, I just want to grab somebody by the ears and like pull them close to my face and not kiss them, but to yell in their face and say, you just said Dr. Oz. Okay. I don't know why you think we want it, it. I'm not in Pennsylvania, thank God, but my best friend is Chris, um, and I hope he voted. <laughs> but why? Why do you think that we're gonna vote for Doctor Oz? <laughs> it's Doctor Oz, guys. Um, it's a creepy, long-fingered man, slender man that sits around and talks about smoothies all day and how to take a proper dump on a TV show. Uh, no. 
I'd rather vote for Strokey over here, you know? And then on the other side, there's a Herschel Walker one that people talk about that one. I only know this because this is just, without even paying attention, you know these things. And because uh, it's everywhere. It's like, this is a big race. This is a Senate race. It's going to flip the... Yeah. Oh, my God. It flipped. Did it flip the Senate over? Holy smokes. So is the House flipped? Oh, my gosh. We're, we're, in, we're in for it now. We flipped. <laughs> what are you talking about? Um, but anyways, Herschel Walker, which was one of my favorite all-time running backs when he was at Georgia. Once he got in the NFL, I, even though I liked him at, at uh, Dallas because I was a Cowboys fan during his era. But anyways, I don't know if he voted. I don't know if voting affects the weather, but if it does, whoever Oklahoma voted for caused the rain. So that's where we're at. Um, I have a... I have to tell you this story, and thank you for letting me tell you here on the show, but um, there's things that, and maybe it's just, it might be just me. I doubt it, but I think that there's things out there that everyone, every different person, every different human finds different things amusing to them. and. You can try to explain those things to somebody else, and some people will will really like it, and some people will not like it much at all. But they'll be nice about it sometimes, and sometimes it's like I don't get it. And that's okay. But I have I have a knack for these things being just funny to me, and like ridiculously funny to me, and then they just stay as part of my life moving forward. They're just references that I can throw back on. You know, like lawsuits, you know what I mean? Lawsuits is a website idea that I wanted. It's a business idea that I wanted to create for people in the legal business to buy their suits and they call it lawsuits.com. And then also people that are going to go to court for maybe for a divorce hearing or maybe for um, a hit and run or maybe who knows why they're going to court could be a myriad of reasons. So they're going to need to look their best. And I think that if people are like, do you have a suit? It's like, I don't know what suit to buy. Go to lawsuits. That's what you buy. Is it, is it legal? You would say people, is what your problem is, is it a legal problem? Are you wanting to get dressed up for legal? And then they'd say, yeah. And she'd say, well, go, to, go to lawsuits. That's a good place to get a suit. That's funny to me. And so it gets referenced a lot by me. And I don't know if anybody else cares. Uh, most times Shannon, my buddy, my partner cares. But... And a lot of times my wife will care, but aside from that, it seems like I'm I'm just saying stuff to myself to make myself laugh, and that's okay. So I got a new one of those. Um, and I find stuff like this all the time. I mean, even today at lunch, we went to Whataburger, which was a mistake, but Shannon bought me lunch yesterday, which I'll talk about, but... Um, today we went to Whataburger and on the way out after eating a Whataburger, I, and don't fart in a Whataburger. That's, I mean, if, or any fast food place, don't audibly fart. Some guy farted when we were, I was taking a bite of a free, the only, I got a free Whataburger. Now it still costs $20 somehow, but either way, the app sent me a one free Whataburger. I'm I'm taking a bite of that water burger. This is good, you know. 
Shannon's eating his chili cheese water burger, and we're and a guy farted. It's like, and then I I was like, is that a fart? And then the laughter around that area told me that probably was. Just don't do that because it's disgusting for me. I like a good. I like a good. Everyone does, but not there. Not in it. Not while you're eating. Be polite. So, anyways, I walked out of there, not because of that, but I walked out to get in the truck, and we had a lot of, um, we bought a TV on Black Friday from Walmart, and I know what you're thinking, how? It's not Black Friday. Well, apparently it's all month, so there was a too good a deal to pass up on a TV for the taco shop. We went to go get it. We stopped to get lunch. On the way out, you know, walking to Gold Thunder, and I see a Kia Soul, and I always, I'll always notice a Kia Soul. That's funny to me already that somebody made that decision and bought it. Um, it's like a square vehicle that hipsters drive. And this one, the person basically was doing a podcast with bumper stickers. Um, so you knew everything about this person based on the bumper stickers on the back of their Kia Soul. And they had it all. But the theme, most common theme, was um, either very supportive of homosexuality or or les or lesbian or a gay or a transgender themselves um based on what i was seeing on the back of their car and so i was trying to think back well who did i see in the restaurant i saw the, the fart guy could have been a lesbian or a gay and um some people will even say a fart's gay cologne that's a dirty joke don't say that <laughs> you know um I, but i don't think it was him i think it was this, there was a woman dressed like uh, Tim the, from Tool Time, his Al Borland, uh, flannel, like the brawny man, Al Borland. There was a woman in there dressed as that, so she had on flannel, and I, I think that that was her whip. So, but I always giggle at that. I giggle at Kia Souls. I giggle at the bumper stickers, and I'll read them like, hey, Mama Bear, you know, because she had a bear with a the word mama in it and some people hey there's a mama bear and then she had a sticker that said don't touch my car or i will f your wife i thought that was i mean it's all peace love positivity you know let's love each other love tranquility um you know whatever your orientation is we all love but then you got to throw like why did it always seems like that has to be part of something when it's, I don't understand. It's because like, well, now I'm offended. Like before I could tell my, my kids might point out, what are these stickers? I'd say, oh, this person is just supportive of um, a person's right to love who they want. And that's how I'd explain it. And my son would be like, well, what is that sticker? But it says, I'm going to F your wife. And I was like, and that's why nobody supports them. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's why it's hard to get support. Cause they, why are you doing that? The rest of the message is fine. So, but my lesbian has attitude, you know? So anyways, that made me giggle. And that's one of the things I keep with me. That's, I lock that up. Mama bears locked up. Kia souls are locked up. But yesterday I was having just a, I just didn't feel good. And, you know, I was having kind of a rough day and miscommunication with, with the old lady and. Just that kind of thing, the weight of the world, feeling like that pressure, even though there's no reason for it. I mean, there is lots of reasons, but can't control 
that so why let it push me down so much or mush me like a south korean crowd surge i guess getting mushed up but i either way once a month or a couple times a month i'll let all that stuff get to me and it affects my attitude and my mood and my everything and i i don't like it but it still happens and i'm i'm sure it happens to a lot of you people too but um <laughs> So Shannon said, well, let's go eat lunch, you know, and usually we bring like a frozen pizza because everything in the area is overpriced and not that great. And that's why we're building our taco shop. One of the big reasons to give an option of good food for a fair value. But. And also, in addition to that, I, I want to go to these surrounding towns that are very near where our operation is. and and try them all and see what they're doing and and kind of if there's any oh that's a good idea steal those ideas or you know that's how you make good ideas is to take somebody else's and then make it better sometimes that's a part of it so anyways we'd eaten at um a couple places in a town called Stroud which is right on route 66 about 7 miles from our shop and We'd eaten at the bar there, and it was, I think we paid a $20 for like a frozen pizza they cooked, and then we'd eaten at a place called Ruby's there, which is a bar, and they had, I got a burger, and Shannon got a, basically a grilled cheese sandwich for $10, and so it's like, okay, well, we're going to be busy because nobody will eat here if we're open, and I mean, unless you really want a grilled cheese sandwich, in which case, I'll put it on my menu for $2. Um, so (laughs) the place that Shannon took me though was Lin Cuisine, which is, uh, Asian food, um, Chinese food. And I like fried rice and I haven't had this place before. So I was really looking forward to it, but I was also in a bad mood. And Shannon doesn't really enjoy, um, Chinese food that much, but every once in a while, he'll, you know, we'll go down and dine on whatever proteins that the China, the good people of China have deep fried for us. And I like General Tao's chicken, and Shannon got a, some sort of noodle dish with beef in there, beef with noodles in, and we got some egg rolls. And I got to tell you, it was very good. It was very good. The fried rice was good. The chicken was good. Um, and I will be, I'll go back there. It's still a little pricey, but um, we'll go back there. So, <laughs> but we parked the truck across the street. And there's a little antique shop that we were parked in front of. And so we're peering through the window as we're just discussing our shop and, and stuff that's going on. And I'm sitting in his dad's old truck a little dodge um dakota and we're looking through this window and you can see all the knickknacks and paddywhacks that this antique shop has you know an old clock and a mannequin and all these weird stuff that you would see in like a Dahmer documentary or something they're all for sale in here you know we were talking about uh when we bought our place it had a lot of this stuff on the walls we could 
we could have an antique shop. We should do this. And then we're talking about uh, the estate sale, uh, which is a show that I want to make at some point where we, it's set as at the estate at an estate sale and then the main characters are the guys running the estate sale but they built a business that's just a house that's constantly running an estate sale so that's what's going on that's the complete context but what I notice through the window of the antique shop and I look at my friend and my cousin and I say did you see what I saw and he's like what the Coca-Cola phone or the all this different, you know, the evil Knievel lunchbox. Yeah, I'm seeing it. And, you know, we're making jokes. I said, no, buddy. Did you see what that woman was wearing? And he's like, what woman? There was a woman, a customer for this antique shop that was wandering around. And I seen her through the window. I said, did you see her T-shirt? And <laughs> he, I don't think he saw it at first. I said, dude, her T-shirt says liquid nails. Liquid nails is a caulk, a caulk, caulking glue, a construction adhesive um, used to, for landscape blocks or for if you're, if you have a piece of trim that you're wanting to put on masonry and you don't want to get a masonry bit and drill it out and do it that way, you might glue it using liquid nail. Um, But to be rocking a liquid nail t-shirt I have so many questions. <laughs> like, one, I'm mad at Liquid Nail, or I'm interested or curious to the marketing department at Liquid Nail. Like, which one of you geniuses said, you know what, we should make a t-shirt? And people would be like, but we're glue. <laughs> Why would we do that? Um, and Liquid Nail is basically the crescent wrench of caulking. I mean, it is... Even if you're going to go buy Gorilla Glue or some other adhesive in an industrial or a contractor-grade adhesive, you would say go get Liquid Nail, and they might come back with a uh, Walmart version of it. It doesn't matter. Just get the cheapest Liquid Nail you can find. You know, It's all the same stuff. And they all promote, you know, because they just make a glue, and then they're like, uh-oh, this is all we sell. And so they're like, they'll make four different kinds of glue and say that they're different, but they're not all the same crap so <laughs> this woman so I'm, i'd be like you're just glue and somebody was like but wait maybe somebody would wear this t-shirt and i would have to think that i would be in that boardroom going guys we can't make a t-shirt nobody's gonna wear a t-shirt that's promoting glue but we're just we're just glue we're glue for poor because you know most of the people that use our glue are very poor and they're doing these jobs that nobody else wants to do and this woman, I don't know if she's poor or not, but she was, she's like, what am I going to wear today? What am, she probably thought to herself, what am I doing? I got to take the kids to school. I got to, I'm going to try to think about what we're having for dinner. You know, are we going out or are we, we're cooking. I got I to probably go to the grocery store and get, if I go to the grocery store, you know what? I was thinking about stopping that antique store down there in Stroud. I might stop in there today. And then, you know, she gets out of the shower and she's like, what am I going to wear to do this kind of stuff? Oh, I got it. I'll wear my liquid nail t-shirt. 
Ah, uh, what? <laughs> oh, baby, did you put your liquid nail t-shirt on? That's great. You know, that's great. So, <laughs> I'm sorry, but you're going to be hearing a lot of that uh, moving forward. And I do it to Shannon now all the time. You know, like, it's so fun. You just, we can be listening to a, a political thing where a news story breaks and somebody's like, um, it appears that Mike McCarthy will be the Speaker of the House if the Republicans, they, whatever. And I'm like, that's good. <laughs> I know that he wears liquid nail. <laughs> so, anyways, it's stupid. I get it. But it is one of those things that really make me laugh. And I'm glad I get to share that with you. I just, if you know how, what a unique product that is. And the industry and the clientele of the industry. To make it a fashion choice also is amazing to me. It is amazing. So, anyways, liquid nail, man. And I got my liquid nail t-shirt on right now. So. um, Oh, I got a text from wrestling parent feeding. Okay. Caleb, hug, buzz, pets on turkey day. All right. See what I got on my notes. Oh, okay. I'll just start here, even though there's a lot. I'll I'll get this one through. Huh. So I bought HBO Max or rented it or whatever. They charge me every month now. It's nine dollars a month if you guys want to look into it with ads. And HBO is doing fine, and I don't got to tell you what they're about as a home box office, what that stands for. And so I got it because I'd heard there was a Judd Apatow documentary about George Carlin, and I'm a fan, and so, and I like documentaries, and I like, I specifically enjoy behind the scenes. Um, stand-up comedy documentaries or behind-the-scenes. I do like sports ones, too. And then I also, you guys, if you know me, I enjoy um, faith-based documentaries, whether it's cult-related or or uh, misdoings um, within a Catholic church or whatever, whatever, misdoings within a cult. Um, the Scientology one was great, all that kind of stuff. So I got HBO Max. And I watched the first episode of the Carlin one, and I'm not even sure if it's the Judd Apatow one, because it doesn't seem like it, and it's kind of not that great. Um, but then last night, I started watching, but I had to turn off, because you ever have, I had it going for quite a long time, but it went so far that if my wife was to walk in and start participating in the viewing with me she would then ask me what did I miss and I didn't want that to happen because I didn't want to have to explain all the stuff that she had missed in this documentary so we'll watch it again later or whatever but it was about evangelical churches and it came out in 2007 and I don't have the title so whatever you'll find it um 
But it was basically talking, ultimately, the main guy in this, I think, is in prison for some sort of sexual misconduct that he performed on whoever. Somebody that didn't want it, apparently. And anyways, I didn't get to that point. So all I have is the fun part of what the hell is an evangelical. And these are these wacky Tony Robbins types that go to these mega churches, okay? And the documentary is kind of talking about how there's so many millions of people that fall into these basically mega cults and they can sway political influence and they can do all this different stuff. If people are looking for the evangelical vote and they all align with the same thing politically, they're taught to by their speakers, basically. And so when... And they're not like a normal church where, to me, that should be separate. Like, your faith is your own thing, and that's your relationship. What your country or your situation is shouldn't matter. You know, you're down with Jizo, or you're down with Allah, or you're down with whoever. Um, That's fine. But these people are like, yeah, we're down with Jizo above all. But Jizo would be voting for this person. Jizo uh, would be voting for Dr. Oz. And you'd be like, really? And they're like, yeah, he's wearing a Liquid Nails t-shirt. You should be able to... <laughs> um, so, what's fun about it, though, like 30 million people are getting New Life Church. I think it was the one that they were focusing on. And at the time, 30 million people are watching this every week. That's insane. You know, and then however many parishioners... No, maybe 250. 50 million views a week, but then 30 million actual evangelicals are going to mega churches every week. Something like that. Some crazy stat. And it got me thinking because I have a repressed memory. I had a repressed memory get exposed where when I was probably 12 or 13, um, there was this gentleman named Adrian who worked for my dad. And at 12 or 13, I during the summer, I was basically full-time working. And even during school, I'd work after school or on weekends especially and help out doing everything that I could do. And so I oftentimes would be with this guy, whoever, you know, the more experienced workers weren't the guys that were holding the weed-eating sticks at that time. I was a weed-eating, you know, and I was kind of in charge of that at a young age because you'd get all these people that have kind of... Sh- if you're going to be willing to weed-eat for $8 an hour, you you don't got much going on at the moment, okay? And it it's a great... You could, you could try to argue, like, it's a great gig, and it was fun, and we had fun, and you got paid... Um, but not much, and it was a hard job, physical labor. So it attracts a certain kind of person, is what I'm saying. And Adrian was from the town that I was in, uh, Clearwater. He was from the same town. He was much older than me, and I think he was a dropout, and I think he'd been to jail and all this, but he had been uh, rewoke. He had been reawakened by, by Christ, uh, whether he was incarceration and he didn't curse and I try not to and that's not because I'm evangelical um he didn't curse much he didn't 
you know, he just, he didn't, probably didn't drink. He was like, I'm living my life pure just for Jesus. That's what this guy was about. And he got real into karate. A lot of those um, ex uh, cons, ex whatever, they'll get into God and karate, like a martial art, because that's kind of a, a martial arts is a calming too. You know, it's a discipline that you feel it, you commit yourself to it. So, and I knew he was into it, and we'd oftentimes, you know, make fun of him for his beliefs. Um, we'd listen to Don and Mike, and he didn't like listening to that or because he was too Christian and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, you'd razz him, and then he would, like, go kick a tree, that kind of crap. You want me to kick that tree? I kick wood every night. He'd say stuff like that, like, what are you talking about? You know, I kick wood every night to toughen my shins. Like, okay, go kick that tree. Yes, of course. I would love to see that. That's another thing I think is funny. And um, he did. He would do it. And he'd be like, "Does I don't." And his shins would just be bruised. Um, great guy, funny guy. My favorite Adrian story is. I don't know what you guys know about birds, but birds are freaking ferocious animals, and. Swans and geese, which are basically one-third human size, they're one-third human with the ability of flight. So they're basically little people that can fly, and they're mad as hell that they're not people, that they're still birds. So if you walk up on a swan who's sitting on a nest or a goose that's sitting on a nest, and you don't know it, you don't know, like, you're just weed-eating around a lake. There, You didn't even see the swan, maybe. Or maybe he's like, oh, there's a swan sitting there. It'll move. If it's nesting, that other swan, that other goose, bird of, it's not even a bird of prey, but they will come at you as if, you know, if you gave those people a weapon, you'd be dead. If you gave that goose, uh, if you taped a sword to a goose's wing, it would chop you in half. So, one time I was weed eating around the lake, and I, I was the other guy was going around the other side of the lake, big big lake in Wichita, at a property we took care of, and I'm going around it, and I look up, and I see Adrian running, just running, sprinting away from the water, and this swan just chasing him, and the swan got him, <laughs> like. Um, a swan are pretty fast and it caught him and it beat the crap out of him and he had bruises all over and that was one of my favorite days I laughed I don't know if I've ever laughed harder Um, and that swan was wearing a liquid nails t-shirt <laughs> so <clears throat> anyways Adrian was big into Christ and when I was watching that documentary I was noticing like Man, this feels familiar. Because they were showing early evangelical, and they were showing the evangelical wrestling league <laughs> where people wrestle for God. And um, when I seen that, I was like, oh my gosh. Adrian took me to a high school gym, and he kissed me. <laughs> he took me to a high school gym where this team of Christ-loving strongmen we're performing faith-based stunts of physicality. <laughs> this is the only way I can describe it. And 
they had it was a hodgepodge of different activities and guess what you get to watch them all <laughs> so we're sitting in the bleachers and the, the place is pretty full i remember it being pretty crowded and everybody pretty happy to be there everybody loving and so you get this guy they kind of started i don't remember exactly the format of their performance but they'll get you they got you hooked in with a big act so they had this trampoline yo-yo who was high on god and high on life and he was had one of those have you ever seen those trampolines that aren't like the ones you buy at walmart or like the consumer i'm talking about professional level if you're a professional level trampolinist you're talking they'll jump up and they'll sink almost to where they're touching the floor and that little sob will propel this gentleman this you know and they always they're not wearing um tights or leotard they're not wearing leotard they're wearing whatever that kind of pant is that only gymnasts seem to be able to find a gymnast cut that is it's loose on the knees and it's and it's kind of baggy pant but it's tight real low by your ankles and it's tight on the crotchal area so you can see their their ding dong and and yam bag it's right there you'll see it and then they hop up and down and it's it's like a tight little ball that's hopping in their groin area and it's weird that that's always noticeable but it was and you know people that love jesus love knowing that you can see their wiener i guess Maybe that's, I don't know. It seems to be true. So anyways, they'll jump down on this trampoline. This guy was jumping down on this trampoline and he'd jump up and he'd almost hit the rafters. You'd be sitting there talking, I think he's going to hit the damn roof. And he'd be flipping around and come down. And then when that guy was done with his trampoline act, every once in a while, maybe a woman would get on there. They'd jump together and they'd do crazy maneuvers in there. And they're done. And then you had a guy, sleeveless shirt, or maybe tank, tank topped out and he'd go out to the center court and he got a microphone and he's like that's amazing performance right there we got we got so much we got such a big show for you guys today but i just want you to know that the only way that that can happen and what you're gonna see is because we got the power of god we got the power of christ jesus christ is our power and our savior and i want you guys to stand is there anybody in this room that needs Jesus in their life. Somebody be like, I do, I do. I drive a Kia Rio. I'm a lesbian. Get on out here, lesbian. Come on down. Take your flannel off. And then they would do this stuff and, you know, try to change this person's sexual orientation or try to make them love God or basically try to get money out of this person. And then they'd go down there and some people would cry and all this. And I, I remember witnessing all the, what the, go back to the, I like the jumping guy. Put the jumping guy back on. That was cool. Uh, this other part's stupid. But they would take a break, and then all of a sudden, they brought a guy out that could rip a, a phone book in half. They had a real strong Hulk type, and then they had uh, the guy that would do the dunks off of a smaller trampoline, and they had all that kind of crap. But in between was the message of save of salvation, and that's evangelical. And that's what's, what it's like going to one of those events. And it is a hoot. Uh, I would recommend it. Even if you 
are set. Like if you're like, dude, I'm totally good. Uh, I have my beliefs and they're fine for me. And I don't want to be transformed into whatever crazy kooky thing you guys got going on. I will recommend if an evangelical event, especially like evangelical wrestling league or whatever this kind of like circus act comes to your town, go watch it. And you can call me or put in the comments here your experience with it, but you're going to have a great damn time. I'll tell you that. It is fun. But watch it with being like, I'm watching this. <laughs> I get to watch this. These are people. <laughs> That's fun. So, um, on the topic of religion, I didn't know I'd get to this. Uh, and it's kind of a dark thought, and I don't know how to frame it, but I'll do my best. I've totally, people don't talk openly very often about the Jewish practice of circumcision, the moil. I think I called that, or the brisk, it's called a brisk, and I think the moil is some some part of that. I'm not Jew, I'm not Jewish, I'm not uh, Hebrew at all. I don't have any of those in my bloodline, but I'm familiar with um, their doings. <laughs> like You just talk about people like it's nefarious. I'm familiar with their activities. Um, it's funner. So a brisk is when an infant boy is brought into, it's kind of like a for Catholics, there's a baptism. It's brought into uh, the religion probably. It's a ceremony for the child to be accepted into uh, Judaism. And what happens, what happens is a man performs the circumcision and part of me thinks that for sure, for sure what happens is the foreskin is kissed by an old man. There might even be a part where, at some point, the old man used to bite the foreskin off to perform the circumcision. And that could just be me making it up. I don't know. But uh, either way, there's an old man involved and an infant child and a wiener and a mouth. That's happening. And I got to thinking about it. Like, why is it, why does every religion have to have one thing that's like, I'm out. I'm out. You know, why can't there be one that's not like that? But they all do. I mean, if if you talk to Catholics, like, oh, they have a problem, you know, priests aren't allowed to get married, they get sexually frustrated, and, or they have, what for whatever reason, it breeds some sort of weird person that then assaults or uh, pedophiles on somebody, you know, a pedophile on an altar boy or whatever. And that's a priest that's Catholics. And that, it's a known deal. And people will be like, yeah, but the rest of it's good. It's like, yeah, but that's kind of a big deal. You know, kind of a big thing that you don't want to be like, I'm Catholic. And it's like, Ooh, that's what we're doing. That's what you're up against. And like, Oh, don't worry. You know, I don't drink teen milk. So, um, but Jews do the same thing. Like they got, like, 
And then I was thinking, <sighs> this is the part that's going to be controversial. Say you're a German. Or you're Austrian. Okay? And say you're Catholic, but you're you're unmolested and you've never molested and you don't you don't want to on either of those. And you just love your religion and your faith and you, you know, go about your day and that's all good and well. Is it so crazy? To me, it's not that crazy to think. If at some point, this German walked into a room, unknowingly, and in that room, a ceremony was being held with a bunch of people watching this happen. And what was happening on the altar was an old man, or maybe this could have been Maybe they're doing a brisk with multiple people. There's multiple people getting brisked that day. And you walk in and you see an old man reach down and either kiss an infant's penis or bite it. Whichever happens, or both maybe. I don't know. But is it that crazy to then think that that person who didn't know that this is what was part of the Jewish religion, turned around, walked up, like, I got to tell people that this is what they're doing. And we got to do something about it. Like, that seems... I feel like if you did that now, if he's like, well, what is that guy in jail for? Like, well, he kissed a baby's dick. Like, well, that makes sense. We should burn him. Like, I feel like people would say that. Yet, if you say it's for religion, we're just like, oh, yeah, that's just part of the religion. Like, that should we should probably change that part. Guys, I was reading through this book, a lot of good stuff in here. There was one where we kiss a baby's dick. Kinda wanna take that one out. And everybody's like, no, that part stays. What? People are gonna be pretty upset about it. People won't even talk about it. What? People will clearly talk about this. You're talking about kissing babies wieners. Guys. Nope. Nobody will talk about it. So that's weird. That's how religion works. That's a weird thing. But if you're Jewish, um, I'm on to you. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, whatever, you know, do your thing. Just understand that it's weird when you see all of that different stuff. So when you watch evangelicals and they're getting super pumped up and then at a trampolinist and then also professing their love to Jesus Christ in between phone book rippings, that's weird. And an outsider walking in would be like, this is a very odd collection of idiots. Um, but I want you to understand that it's weird to be, you know, if you were not familiar with the Catholic Church and you're like, I'm, what are you? It's like, I'm, I'm Methodist. Oh, okay, well, come on to Mass today. And it's like, oh, now we kneel. Now we stand. Now we, now we sing this hymn. Now we do this thing. Now we moan this way. It's like, this is very odd. Yeah, it is. It is. So it's always odd when somebody's looking at your stuff. So don't be like, can't believe people think we're odd. They do. That's okay. But you're kissing a baby's wiener. <laughs> Take that baby's dick out of your mouth and tell me what you want me to think about God. 
So, all I'm saying is, just like Forrest Gump says, S happens. Sometimes. So, um, I'll leave you with a thought. I didn't know I was going to get into that. Oh, boy. Sometimes you have days that are just beautiful. And the other day, two news stories. It's almost like finally my algorithm has been clicked into focus on what I want to read about. But two news stories happened. One was, oh, wait. Yeah, three news stories. Um, hamburger dispute live, leaves seven people inside. Okay. Woman sets house on fire over hamburger dispute, leaves seven people inside. Algorithm. Thank you. You fixed it. I'm, I'm listening. And, uh, another one that I found that I'll, I'll probably save these for those guys from Wichita, a different podcast on con radio. Wisconsin nurse accused of amputating patient's foot without permission, wanting to display it at taxidermy shop. A lot of questions about that, and I'll have to get to those later. Because the third headline that I got that made me just happy, uh, and it's worth, you know, I don't know about you guys, I have Verizon, I pay a tremendous amount in cellular for my cellular plan. It's not $30 a month per line. It's higher than that. But either way, if if Verizon's able to send me headlines like Luke Bryan finds God in powerful new song praying in a deer stand, I'll pay whatever. If I get a if you're going to send me a news story about this, taste of country, I'm paying. Luke Bryan shines a light on his passion for God and hunting. <laughs> and a heartfelt new song called Praying in a Deer Stand. Co-written with hit songwriters Nicole Galen and Jimmy Robbins, the powerful, faith-based, I feel like I should, faith-based country tune finds Bryan reflecting on the crux of faith, prayer, an omnipresent God, and the freedom and stillness in a deer stand. And now I'm going to read from the book of Luke Bryan. Verse 1, chapter 1. I think I read somewhere in the good book, says, he's everywhere, up in this tree with the wind. And the leaves, yeah, seems so clear. When your phone's in the truck and you're camoed up <laughs> with liquid nails in your cup, that's nah, not it there. And your mind's just running free. It might look like hunting, but it's way more than that to me. I do my praying in a deer stand on my back 40 church. Thinking about life on a cold sunrise. Yeah, that's my heaven and earth. Me and God in a cornfield. Gotta think he understands. I might miss a Sunday from time to time, but I get there when I can. 
we're all good in these woods because here I am praying in a deer stand. The proud Georgia native and believer proclaims in the anthem, anthemic course. Oh my gosh. Um, this, this is such a personal song to me. The world can be a busy place, and I, like a lot of people, have a ton of different things going on. Oh, I got my crawl ball. <laughs> yeah, I got a ton of stuff. I'm Luke Bryan, and I got a ton of things going on. And I barely had time to write this song. But getting out, getting to be outside, it grounds and re-energizes. There's just something about it that never gets old. Getting outside <laughs> never gets old? No. Uh, I mean, getting on a deer stand. Praying in a deer stand is the latest release from Brian and follows his current radio single, Country On, which is currently number eight and rising <laughs> on the media-based country chart. The superstar's most recent studio album was 2020's Born Here, Live Here, Die Here. <laughs> Released via his longtime label, Capital Nashville, the LP spawned the singles Down to One and Knockin' Boots and One Margarita and What She Wants Tonight. Later, in 2021, the project received a deluxe treatment and included two more singles, Waves and Up. The American Idol judge is co-set to host the 56th annual CMA Awards with Peyton Manning. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Oh, my gosh. So, anyways, um, there's 44 reasons, which we're not going to get to, of you gotta love Luke Bryan that follows this, and I'll read you one. I'll read you one. I'll read you one reason you gotta love Luke Bryan, uh, from Taste of Country, and then I gotta get out of here, play Mortal Kombat with my son <laughs> in a deer stand. Um, number 44. His prank war with his wife Caroline. Brian and his wife, Caroline, have been entertaining themselves and their fans online during quarantine with a series of pranks that they have played on each other and filmed. They're getting harder and harder to top, but Caroline got Brian good when she hid in one of the top cabinets in their kitchen and waited for him, then surprised him, making him spill his beer all over the place. That's number 44 of why you gotta love Luke Bryan. Remember that time, Caroline, baby, when you, remember how little you was when you was able to get up in that top cap? Remember how big our cabinets was? And you was up there and I come in there and I, you made me spill my beer. I got schlitz all over the damn floor. <laughs> Mop it up. Train in the deer stand. Uh, I enjoy all that. Um, that's shenanigans right there. That's what that is. So. Sorry uh, if I offended anybody with that. 
talk about with Brian. Maybe you guys really do enjoy his music. I'm not the I'm not the guy for you. If you do, um, there's, you know, there's a lot of people out there that are that that like there's a lot of podcasts you could probably listen to that would love that song, and that wouldn't burn some sort of invisible bridge between my tiny shed in Oklahoma on my tenth of an acre property, and there's a bridge that goes to Luke Bryan. And am I burning that bridge right now? Yeah, I am. I'm sorry, but it doesn't fit me, Luke. You and what you've made money on by profiting off the stupid and being stupid yourself. That, I can't abide. I don't abide. I don't abide. Um, and I know that if it's all well-intentioned and you just love it, and fine but I burnt the bridge because I don't want to see you and I don't want you to see me and we'll live in peace you know you're basically you're a sticker on the back of the car for somebody but it isn't mine and if I bought a used vehicle which I always do uh, and it had your sticker on there I would immediately remove it because I'm Hashtag blessed. <laughs> now, one way you can persuade me to become a Luke Bryan fan. Very simple. If you get that guy to wear a Liquid Nails t-shirt, I'm back in. I'm all Bryan, and I'll be praying in my dear stand. I promise you that. So if you can do that, I'm back in. I'll do it. I'll be with, with you. We'll go to the concerts. We'll drink the $12 beers. I'll, I'll, I'll take my wife, and she'll dress up, and we'll sway our hips. I'll put on the world's biggest belt buckle and I'll act like this is country music and like this music is good if he wears a liquid nails t-shirt. Until then, it's over. Over. Vote Dr. Oz. <laughs> so, um, I got a, I got a lot of stuff I didn't get to and I'm sorry. I'll leave you with this just to get out of here. Um, at some point, my daughter is eight years old. She will be nine, and then each year more than that. So as she continues to get older and more defiant and more independent and more hilarious, you guys will know her. She is very special. Um, last night, I was working on uploading a show. And I was like, and her bedroom's right there by the kitchen that I was sitting on on the dining room table or the kitchen room table. And as I was sitting there, she's like, hey, dad, I got I think I thought of a joke. Like she does this pretty often, which is nice. What is it? You know, because even if it's like, Rowan, be quiet, try to get some rest. I know. Just try to be quiet. Try to get some rest. You, you say that. But she's like. You ever thought about uh, when you go out to eat and you have a waiter? I was like, yeah. Why do we call that person a waiter when we're the ones waiting? We should be the waiters. Are we? I was like, that's a very good point. You know, why are we calling? We're the waiters when you go out to eat. They're the servers, which sometimes they get called that, but you would still say I had a great waiter. It's like, you did not have a great waiter. You're a great waiter. 
you waited really patiently, and that guy was pretty good about bringing the stuff decently to you. You know, so I do enjoy when somebody can point out something that I hadn't thought of, and an eight-year-old sometimes is the way to go on that. So, you know, just stay away from freaking Catholic Church. Okay. So, anyways, um, with that being said, uh, be positive, love yourself, you can do it. You know, all the stuff. Have a great day. Uh, don't let your meatloaf have an okay day. Thank you guys for watching. Um, support the show. Join the Patreon. Subscribe. It's free. Share. Tell people that there's somebody out there that hasn't lost their damn mind, or maybe they have, but it, they're trying to explain what they're thinking about in a funny way. So, you know, go buy a bumper sticker, Mama Bear. <laughs>